Welcome to another episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. My name is Maurice Jager and I'm a photographer, speaker and the author of the book Personal Branding for Photographers. This podcast is all about learning how to improve your personal brand as a photographer. Thank you for listening today and let's dive in. Welcome to this episode of the Personal Branding for Photographers podcast. And today we have Heidi on the show with a last name that I cannot pronounce for the life of it because we just talked about it. So Heidi can pretty much like introduce herself better than I can. So Heidi, introduce yourself. Hi. So you, it's actually pronounced Hapanowitz. And I know, Maurice, you were saying you were having a hard time finding it. But actually, I think the beauty of my name is that it's so unique that you can basically just type like Heidi, H-A-P, completely mess up the spelling and you'll still find me on the internet with photographer at the end so that's awesome but it's a Heidi Hapanowitz okay so what do you do as a photographer so I am a personal branding photographer um and I've been doing this for about seven years now so how did you come up with becoming a personal branding photographer um well I didn't come up with it it sort of found me um I well, actually, so Maurice, I don't like if you want to backtrack a little how you and I met, we actually met in a headshot group together years ago. Mm-hmm. So I was shooting headshots. And I think like a lot of photographers, I was photographing um, a variety of things. Um, I thought I might be shooting some boudoir. I was shooting that, you know, just all kinds of things. Um, and then I started taking a lot of online marketing courses and um, signing up for like a lot of groups with other female business owners, not photographers, just business owners in general. Uh, they found out I was a photographer. They started asking me to take pictures for their business. And it was just a natural um, flow into personal branding. It, and then again, this was in early 2014. So it wasn't a word that very many photographers knew about. It was just a word that was common in some very small, like niche, female, entrepreneurial, female business groups. But it was definitely not mainstream. Mm-hmm. So nowadays, there's a lot of people shooting personal branding photography like there's different styles to it and different um, approaches if you will how would you describe yours oh great question so um I mean I feel like I want to shoot a a pretty natural um I'm 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 very conversational I think Maurice um I like mine to feel kind of like a little bit more of a lifestyle photo I always give I give the example if if you had like someone like Jessica Alba and in, you know, she has this like line of, as a, in addition to being an actress, she's got this like line of natural cosmetics. If you went to like visit her at her house in the Hamptons and like in style magazine was doing an interview with her, what would she look like in the photos? And that's kind of the vibe that I like to get with my, with my people like light and bright, um, less, um, yeah, just a little, just a little bit more of a lifestyle, like would be in a magazine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So what would you like to achieve with the work you create? Kind of. So a lot of what I'm doing, to be honest, is actually probably a little bit different than some photographers where they're trying to send a message. I'm doing that, but I'm but what I'm really trying to do is help the women that I photograph get the confidence to get out there and be completely shamelessly self-emotional. Um, a lot of them are as talented as they are. It's often really hard for women to get out and promote themselves. Men are, have a little bit of an easier time with this. Um, but what happens is when they have, when they they have images that they love, um, 
when they feel good about themselves, they're more likely to get on social media. They're more likely to send people to their websites. They just have more confidence in absolutely everything that they do. So my focus is really on my clients and less on their clients, although that does work in there some at some, some point. But I feel like I'm a little bit flipped around from many other photographers, if that's there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So what happens in a session when you want to pat yourself on the back? Like what is like something that you're going for when you're shooting? Um, I So I think everybody comes into a shoot with, if you ask somebody, you know, what are you looking for? They come in and they give you the version of themselves that they feel like they're supposed to give you um, instead of the version of themselves that's actually kind of hidden underneath that like fun, maybe a little bit sassy side. And I feel like it's my goal to break them down and have them be so relaxed that their true personality comes out and not what they um, believe that the world needs to see from them. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Does it? Yes, it does. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I did. Well, to be fair, I get, um, and I can give you an example. One of, um, one market that I have a lot of clients are, are female physicians. And I think they're actually the hardest ones to kind of break down because they've gone through this world for many years through education, through that, that they're supposed to be exactly a certain way. You're supposed to say a certain thing, wear certain things. You do anything that's outside of the box, mm-hmm. then they're judged for it. Well, in the entrepreneur world, it's actually completely the opposite. We're looking for outside of the box. We're looking for people to show their true personality. Um, We're looking for um, unique qualities in people. Um, But a lot of people are not comfortable sharing that. They don't know that that's okay. And so my job is to help make them feel safe sharing that part of them and that part of their personality. Okay. So when we back paddle a little bit and like talk about Heidi as a person, since we're talking personal branding, so let's talk about you. Like what, how do you grew up? When did you decide to go into photography? Did you had a past career? Like, how did you, like, what is the, the, the path to where you are today? Yeah, that's a great question. So no, I did not grow up. I definitely didn't grow up and say I wanted to be a personal brand photographer. Like there was no such thing when I was growing up. Um, I did have some past careers and, you know, I did a, a variety of things and I worked in marketing. Um, I, you know, I started off right out of college. I worked as a paralegal. So I did all of the kind of boring stuff as well. Um, and I didn't actually get into photography until I was in my 30s. So, um, and again, not branding. I just one of those things. I think like so many people I was trying to take photos, um, didn't like how they were turning out. And so I went and signed up for a class and then the rest of it was just kind of like a natural history. It it just sort of flowed naturally from there. Okay. Okay. So like, did you have anything from your past career that you leverage into your photography business at this point? Well, I mean, I think everything from your past leverages into it, but I think right now, I think that things have changed so much that even though I worked in, you know, I knew I, I, I had some marketing experience and things like that in my past. Things have changed so much that it's you're constantly needing things that are just a couple years old are outdated. So I feel like it's more um, my job to constantly keep up with what's happening in the world, both for my own business and for my clients. So I'm super involved in the online world. I've probably taken way more than a hundred classes on marketing and copywriting and you name it. I'm, I'm always surrounding myself with other female entrepreneurs. I'm traveling, um, a lot to workshops for everything from, you know, like how to write for your business. I'll find a workshop in Italy to go to. Um, I travel all around the world and not only do I continue to educate myself, but that's where I meet a vast majority of my clients. 
So you mentioned uh, female entrepreneurs a couple of times. Yeah. Is that yeah. also where you target your services to mostly? Yeah. Yeah, mostly. So I would say I started with just female entrepreneurs. Um, but um, I do photograph some men, but I tend to target more women. When I started, it was more females that were interested in it. Now we're getting men who understand the value of personal branding images um, for their business. Mm-hmm. Um, when I first started, it was more women that had more kind of like lifestyle brands, you know, like chefs and coaches and things like that. Now I'm getting, you know, um, you know, people that have worked for a, like one of the hot markets that I always say right now is like men in their 50s that have worked for corporate for many years and are now going out there and they're doing consulting work. And so they haven't had much other than maybe, you know, a 20 year old LinkedIn picture somewhere. And so I encourage them to get like a one page basically like an online kind of a resume so that when people are searching for them, they have something super high end on their site that really is able to sell them. Um, That wasn't a market that was really around when I started seven or eight years ago. Um, I'm getting a lot of men like that coming to me now. Some you have to teach about, some already know about it. So uh, it depends on the industry that they're in. So I think we have to adjust with the times. Okay. But do you feel like because of the aesthetic of your work and the way you position yourself, you attract more women or um, was that just like something that happened and that came like a surprise kind of thing? That men started coming to me? No, or? Like, like that you like focused more on the female and like because I felt like that was like the main focus to begin yeah, with. Yeah, so I felt... I focus more on the female because I was in female entrepreneurial groups and that was who was asking me to take their photos. But like that was, that, there was no... But did that yeah. come from the aesthetic as well or just the way that you like read that because you reached out to those people? Yeah, so, um, well, to be fair, I didn't reach out to them. They came to me. Okay. But um, yeah, like I wasn't thinking that this was something I was going to do. But yeah, I'm sure that the aesthetic, but I also think that my style developed because of who I was shooting and not people... Now people that I'm shooting might come to me because they see that I have a certain style, but that's not how it was in the beginning because I didn't have a style. I was coming right from doing headshots. You know, like I had a headshot style like mm-hmm. that, that, we, that I was trained to do like you were. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more lifestyle images, I just sort of developed that um, I, you know, as I went. And I got feedback from people. I saw what people liked. I saw what kind of, and it just kind of developed naturally. So yes, I definitely get people now who say, oh, I love you know, this, this, and this about your style. And obviously they're not photographers, so they're not able to articulate what it is that they like. Um, but for sure that, so, um, and so my men, um, I feel like I have a little bit of a different style with my men. I feel like I, you know, I try to adjust things for them. Obviously I'm not going to shoot them exactly the same way that I do females. Um, but I'm definitely getting more of a a male market now beyond headshots. I used to get men, but I just got men for headshots. Now I'm getting men for lifestyle images as well. Okay. That's cool. Um, so how would you describe your own personal brand at this point? Ooh, it's a great question. So I think like everybody, our my brand is evolving as I evolve. Um, I think I'm pretty good about showing up. Like one of the things I think is just so important as a brand is just showing up as you are. Um, I'm super incredibly transparent about so many things um, in, with my email list and my social media feeds. I think most people, the number one comment I get is my, like I've been following you on Instagram or I follow you on Instagram stories. And then um, I knew I wanted to shoot with you and you're li- exactly the same person 
when I show up as a shoot as you are online. And that's really what how I want people to feel like I feel like that's the trust element there. They it's 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 tough when you think you're gonna get one thing you show up and you get something totally different. Like I'm I'm pretty much the same wherever we go. Like we've met in person, finally, like we knew each other for a long time online. And then we met in person, I feel like, you know, I am who I am everywhere. Okay. Okay. Um, so what? Yeah. So how did you get to the point where you like really are like familiar or you know what your personal brand is? Like there's a lot oh. of people that want to try and figure it out. And like yeah. you obviously have a clear vision of what it is. Uh, that, yeah. But that probably didn't come overnight. No, I think like everybody else I had, um, I thought that I was supposed to be, I had this like vision of what I was supposed to do. I think a lot of it is, you know, like introspective work to be fair. I think a lot of finding out, like learning about your brand and growing your business is actually um, takes a lot of deep and more meaningful work than people realize. I mean, it, as you self-actualize, your kind of your brand sort of grows along with you. Um, yeah, and it's you know getting to my clients, getting to know feedback, getting to know myself better, growing as a person, growing as a business owner. I think owning your own business is like one of the greatest forms of personal growth that you could ever have. Um, and I just to me and you know also knowing who I want to work with knowing what um, sort of my brand values are knowing the kind of women that I want to work with again also men but to be fair I started off with women um, and if, if I had to give up one I would I would stick with women I would stick with working with women um, um, but I love my guy clients I absolutely love them I think they're they're fabulous um, but yeah I think it's just something that we grow I think and you know I've also worked with branding coaches I've worked with I've had personal coaches I've I've just done a lot of the work I've invested a lot of money into my own business and um, a lot into developing and and kind of seeing where I want to go with my with you know in the future yeah yeah that makes sense so do you know does uh, it though does it yeah, I don't know. I I'm, I'm getting a little like hesitancy in your voice here no, so, like, no i'm just like trying to okay. wrap my head around it and like the question that i have now is like how like do you know how others see your personal brand and if that's a fit with how you want to be perceived yeah I think I have a pretty good idea of how people see it um but again it's evolved it has changed like as I've changed as I've grown as I've had different kind of life circumstances and yes because I'm coming from a very authentic place I mm -hmm. present myself very authentically I'm living my life authentically I'm not living in a way I'm not creating things because I think that's what people want to hear so as I come from an authentic place, I attract the people that are meant to come to me. I'm not out there trying to make myself be something that they want. Yes. Instead, I am who I am, and then those people are naturally drawn to me. Okay. And there's plenty of people that aren't like, and that's completely fine. I don't need everybody. None of we, none of us do. So, um, yeah. So I think they they tend to be attracted to me as opposed to me going out and finding them and think and seeing what it is that they want. Okay. So you just mentioned you don't want to like appeal to everybody? Like, yeah, no, definitely not. But you put out content. So who are you focusing on? Yeah, so that's actually changed um, a lot. So I was always focusing on, um, you know, like I said, female entrepreneurs, I pretty again, I attract a lot of men. But the content that I write, if you list, if you're on my mailing list, and things like that, mm -hmm. I write like I'm writing to like, one of my girlfriends that's a that's an online business owner. Yes. Like I'm very conversational. I use stories that 
you know, I try to use a lot of stories that kind of circle back around into business lesson. I throw in dating stories. I throw in, you know, just kind of like personal things from my life mm-hmm. and twist it into business lesson. Um, again, men are attracted to that, but those are that's not the person that I'm writing to. I'm writing to like one of my best girlfriends who happens to own a business somewhere and doesn't mind that I'm a little bit cheeky and a little bit of opinionated about things and sharing things about my life. And then again, you know, turning it in a way that, that will benefit them. Um, so I would say that that would be my market. But however, mm-hmm. so let's go back there. It was always entrepreneurs, but now I'm getting a lot of photographers that are following me. So I have to tweak it just a bit to create content for photographers, mm-hmm. which was never my intention Yeah, in a million years, ever. So when you write to clients and you say like yeah. you're right, like you're talking to an entrepreneurial girlfriend or like. Female sure, friend. Yes. Like, do you have somebody in mind or does that come natural? Like, do you have like some sort of a persona in marketing terms that you want to talk to or yeah, yeah. how does that work? For sure. Yeah. So for sure, I've created brand personas and, and my brand persona has changed like over the years. I like, I'm actually like recreating some things right now, but I absolutely started off with a brand persona. It's super natural now. So I don't, I don't always have to like have that person in mind. Although I do suggest that people start off with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, I started off with a brand persona, you know, like a, you know, a woman like late thirties, early forties who had her own business. And, you know, I had the whole, I, I did all of the things that we encourage other people to do, which is that sort of like brand profile, everything about them. Are they married? Are they single? Like, you know, what is their psychographics, all of that, the energy that they like. Um, and then it's, and then I've, and then I've adjusted it as my business has grown. Okay. So it's pretty much like a flowing thing that's yeah. like always like Absolutely. evolving pretty much. I think our businesses are like living entities, aren't they? They're mm-hmm. it's like, they're constantly changing. We can't get stuck on any one thing. Um, and they grow as we go, as we grow. That makes sense. That's what I do. Like I have a, yeah. I have a character, like I shoot like for some reason, I guess it's because of my aesthetics and my lighting. I shoot a lot of guys. Yeah. So all my stuff is written to a hypothetical dude called Jimmy. Perfect. I and love it. I, I have no idea how I came up with Jimmy, but that was just like a random freaking name that like came up and it's like, I'm writing for Jimmy. And it sounds like a good American name. It sounds like a, like a, a very American. Yeah. It's, it's, not, like, it's not Dutch. Well, it like we have Jimmy's over here, so it's like oh, it's okay. it's like very generic. And okay. I gave him a whole life, pretty much. And whenever I write shit, it's like I'm talking to Jimmy. You're talking to Jimmy. He's your buddy. Yeah, my buddy Jim. Yeah, so, I get it. It's uh, it's kind of funny. It, like you like pretty much like doing the same thing makes exactly. total sense to me. Yeah, yeah, I did. I think, I mean, I think that all of us, that's what we're, that we're doing. And I think that when we work in personal branding, we need to be doing it for a business, but we also need to understand how it works for our clients because our clients come to us and they want photos for things, but they don't always have the background that they, some of them do. Some of them come and they've worked with branding coaches and they know exactly who their target market is and some of them come not knowing anything and it's our job to kind of pull that out of them so that we can create images that will appeal to that market and you know a lot of people especially if they're newer are going to say like oh no I know I want to I want want to reach everybody I want to reach everybody but that's just not how it works that's not the point of it no. you're not Walmart it's like you're not and even even Walmart doesn't meet, meet reach everybody no. so we need to learn all this stuff about our business for ourselves we also need to learn it to be 
more than just a photographer because I feel like as personal brand photographers, we need to be a, know a lot about everything from web design to marketing to messaging and storytelling, like all of those things in one. Yeah. Like, I think there's this saying, like, if you want to be everybody's friend, you have no friends at all or like, I don't know, something. Yes. So I yeah, guess that I really someone like, says, ties into that. If you're talking to, I think Marie Forlis says, if you're talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so like the way that you built your own personal brand and the way that you shoot personal branding images for your clients, is that like pretty much the same process? Yeah, you know, to be fair, yeah, that's a great question. It is. I mean, I think for me, I had to sort of break down uh, what I thought that I was supposed to be and uh, get more comfortable just kind of like falling into who I was and I think it's easier for me to help my clients through that because I've been through that mm -hmm. and I've seen success from it. Yeah. So I realize, you know, like I said, like, you know, I I'm politically outspoken and most people will say like, never, ever do that. Mm -hmm. I have no problem being that way. Um, maybe, you know, years ago I might not, but I did it and I was, and I actually saw like, oh, okay, I actually am kind of attracting the sort of people that I like that are more of my ideal clients and they'll come to me and they say, hey, like I'm working with you because I'm so... I love the fact that you didn't mind, you weren't um, afraid to say X, Y, Z. Um, and I said it. So I, I, I think I can give real world experiences, experience to my clients, you know, helping them be more comfortable being themselves and letting them know like this works. Like I know that it works. I've worked with so many people. I have so many friends and the more authentic you are, the more real, the more you're going to attract the right people for you. Okay. So when I decide to get a shoot with you, like, how would that look? Like, we get on the phone yeah. and then what? Yeah, so so for me, most people that decide to book with me have been following me for a while already online. Like, a lot, a lot of them. They said, like, I've been following you for a long time and I've been, you know, waiting to book a shoot. Or they're recommended by somebody else who's already worked with me. Um, so we actually, I know that I differ from a lot of photographers this way. I know some photographers will get on the phone with people and do, like, a lot of pre-shoot strategy before they even book. I don't do that with my clients. Um I, my clients know, they, they already know that they want to work with me. So we decide to, we book a session, we figure out where it's going, you know, the, at least the city, because I travel quite a bit, not so much anymore with Corona, but, um, and then we will go through the pre-shoot strategy and discovery work and things like that. I have like a 12 page guide that I send them for prep work. I send them a bunch of questions and then we actually get on like a live call and we kind of work things together. And I do like some research on them. You know, I'm, I'm, I go and follow them online. I'm, I try to learn as much about them as I possibly can. That's for people that are coming. Some people come to me where they've already been working with like a branding coach or something. And so they already have all their messaging nailed out, exactly what photos they need, all that kind of stuff. Like that's obviously super easy because they've done that work with their branding coach, but that's not the majority of people. Yeah. And you're located yeah. in New York City, I think. So I'm in New York. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. there's, I guess, more like it's a, congested city with like everybody considering their personal brand and the way they're perceived and all of that but do you feel like you could do the same thing in like some smaller city or well you... I did I did because I lived in a small city for when I started I you know I lived in Tampa Florida for many years and that's how I grew my business so I know that I can I was living in Tampa for the first five years of my business and I was able to grow a business there and grow a business internationally living in a much smaller city so yes I've absolutely been there so 
when people say, oh, you live in a big city. No, I didn't. I actually did not. I, I just moved to New York, you know, going on two years. But before that, I lived in a small city in Florida and I built my business from scratch right from there. Yeah, because a lot of people like they see like New York and they think like it's easy, but there's also a lot of competition. And how do you yeah. separate yourself from what everybody else is doing? Yeah. So, uh, well, again, I so I did it through like, again, you know, I, I met a ton of clients. I have really good SEO. I think you know that like so that I do get a lot of people like that, but not in the beginning. In the beginning, people were not finding me through SEO because people did not know to search for personal branding. It wasn't a term that they were using until the past few years. Yes. Um, so, and I see a huge difference um, in the analytics on my site with that. So like in 2014, everybody that I got, I met like through small business groups, things like that. I traveled a lot. I went to a lot of workshops. I did a lot of like, I was in a lot of online groups for female business owners. And so that's kind of, that's where the vast majority of my clients came. Yeah. Then I was kind of building, I, I knew that I wanted to move out of Tampa when my ch youngest daughter graduated from high school. So I had a plan in mind that it would have been very easy for me to set up a studio in the area that I lived in and just start killing it right away, doing kind of like portrait work and all that kind of thing. But I knew then I would be stuck there and I did not want that. So I purposely had a strategy to make sure that I had a location independent business so that the day that my daughter went away to school, I could move and that is exactly what I did. I dropped her off at college and I went to Europe for three months. So. Um, yeah, so I was able to build a business by just really kind of leveraging online groups and courses and things like that that I took. Now, let's we can circle a little bit back to the SEO thing. Now people will find me doing just like organic um, Google searches. That happens a lot now, but did not happen five years ago yeah i was running in that same problem when i joined when i started working with peter hurley who's in yeah. episode 15 yes uh, uh i don't know 2012 2013 ish i i don't know it's like forever ago and i felt like there was a need for what he was doing over here and i wanted to like use the term headshots and then i went on google yeah. And my competition was like these like first person shooters where you have like a sniper gun and taking headshots. Oh gosh. And that was the like stiff competition. So it's like, eh, like nobody knew about this term, like anything. So I came up with my own term, LinkedIn profile pictures, because that's pretty much what I headshots are. And, yeah. and it's very descriptive. And like, that's how I pretty much cornered the market while nobody else was doing it. So I kind of get where you were, where you were back in the day with yeah. personal branding photography, because nobody was even like considering personal branding, like wasn't it? Right. No, it wasn't. But I think so both of us knew that we had something. And I think what we both did, which was sort of just let our intuition go and just say, like, I'm going to do this no matter what. I, so many people have these great ideas. And then they talk themselves out of it. Oh, I live in too small of a town or this isn't it or nobody's heard of it. Well, if you know you have something, then educate people, help people to hear of it. I mean, I got people that were uh, they were finding me for headshots when I first started, like in 2013, 2014, like you, mm -hmm. I think that's when we met was 2013. Yeah. So I had my website optimized for headshots, but then they would get on my mailing list and I would start um, sort of seeding them a little bit about lifestyle images. And so they'd say, oh, well, I didn't know that that's what this was. Like I'd use words like lifestyle and personal branding and I started teaching them. So I was educating my headshot clients on what personal branding was. Mm -hmm. And I think there's and then a lot those of those people would convert. 
Yes. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of photographers that have websites and have like these little opt-ins and stuff. Like, how did yes. you get people to actually um, convert, by lack of a better term, to get on your list? Um, I put up a good old-fashioned opt-in like everybody else. Okay. I mean, I had my first opt-in up in 2014. Um, I did run. I did use some Facebook ads at, at one point. I did, uh, which worked really well for me. Um, but I had the same, I still have the same opt-in up that I created on Canva in February of 2014. Wow. And it's got, uh, I mean, I have other opt-ins as well, but that was just like, you know, it just converted like gangbusters. And so why kill a good thing? So yeah, it's still up on my website. Yeah. But yeah, so I did that. So like people, so let's say people would be searching, they would come there. I did, you know, I did, I, I, there was a lot of strategy in it as well. They'd come, they'd get on my mailing list. I was doing retargeted Facebook ads to people, like retargeting them to a blog, um, you know, retargeting them to, again, this was when I was just working with entrepreneurs, maybe retargeting them to like a training video that I would bring in like a stylist or like a web designer or somebody like that. So I did a lot of like the more of like the strategic marketing things to, to grow my business. I don't, um, but, and, and to educate them. So they'd come, they'd find me headshots, boom, they'd get on my list, they'd learn a little bit more, then they'd see a retargeted ad, then I'd invite them to like a, a webinar workshop or something like that for that. Um, and then I just, you know, it just, I slowly started building trust with them and started educating them and here I am. So did you align yourself with uh, other entrepreneurs that share the same um, demographic or the same like uh, target clients? Or Absolutely. Not? Okay. So. Absolutely. I call it OPP, other people's people. Okay. Definitely. Like I, without a doubt, I would have friends that had, you know, like um, maybe they were copywriters. Um, and if they, I think this is it. So I work with a lot of photographers now and they're like, how do I get my name out there? Well, they're, anybody, everybody is starting a business now. It's not, you, but you just have to find people that already have a group of people that is your market and then offer. Like I'd offer to go in and do like a free training for the group. I didn't go in all salesy or anything like that. You don't have to. You go in, you answer questions, you teach them about something like that they're interested in depending on the group. Um, and it doesn't even have to be directly related to personal branding. Um, I think, uh, you know, I was in a, a group with a bunch of female entrepreneurs and they wanted people to come in and teach like really fun things she had. It was like kind of cheeky, like Friday, we have mimosas and we have like a brunch. And so I created something for the ladies called like how to look hot in your photos. Like that was that it was like fun. It was like a little bit cheeky, but it was also teaching them how to look good on Zoom calls and just some really basic stuff. Um, and then I ended up getting a ton of business from that group. Because it was fun. I was relatable to them. I wasn't super formal about things. I was teaching about something that everybody everybody wanted to know. Yeah. Um, I, I shared it in a way that was fitting with the style of the group. Is that fair? Like I probably wouldn't post that on LinkedIn. Yeah. But this was a group that was like a little bit cheekier. And the women there were a little bit edgier. And the person that ran it had like a little bit edgier of a vibe. So I kind of like felt out the group and thought, figured out what they wanted. But yes, absolutely. I align with people like that all of the time. Okay. So now you've been going at it for, I don't know, six, seven years. Like what is, yeah. the, what is the most valuable piece of advice 
or expertise or like something that you learned that right now you would say like, oh my gosh, if I knew this six years ago would have changed my life? Well, I think for, I mean, so I feel like your mark is your market mostly photographers that we're talking to right now because photographers, yes. I would say, build your freaking mailing list. Like so many photographers are not doing it. They put it off, put it off. Just start building your mailing list, start building your your tribe of people. Um, I think that's huge. My mailing list is huge for me. It's huge. Yeah. It's everything. Yeah. Is that, and nobody starts it early enough. Yeah. And like with the mailing list going and obviously you have a good business model and you're doing well for yourself. Is there anything you're still struggling with? Um, yeah. I mean, I think that we all do. I think as our business grows, we have to grow with it. So I think that, you know, there's always something new. There's a, that's, is that's what business is about. So as you grow, you come up with, there's new challenges and you just have to either, you know, you either quit or you step up to the plate. So, and I step up to the plate and to be honest, so like, actually here's something I think is super important. Even though I teach getting out there, sharing stuff about yourself, even though I'm teaching about personal branding, I actually don't love doing that for myself. I'm actually not as extroverted as a person as everybody thinks that I am. I actually am not the kind of, like I have friends and I know people in the online world that they love being the center of attention. They love being in front of the camera. I'm not one of those people. And I think that's so important for people to understand. You can still grow your business. You can still teach it. I think one of the reasons I'm so good with my clients is because I understand what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like I'm like, I can pretty much like spend a day by myself, not talking to anybody. And when doing a podcast or having a client or whatever, it's like lights are on and go time. So for me, I think it's just like content out there and being self-promotional. It's not something that I love doing. I mean, I'm obviously so much more comfortable with it now than I was in 2013 or 2014. You just have to do it. But it's not something like I do it because I need to. And I know it works for my business. And I know that there's people out there that need me. I don't do it because I naturally love it like some people do. Yeah. But I push past it because it's it's what works to grow your business. You can't have a business without doing yeah. it. Yeah. So what is the key for you to be successful? Oh, gosh. Um, well, I mean, I think I think I sort of just covered one of the most important things right now, just continually putting yourself out there and knowing what it is that you want to do. I mean, for me, like going back and working in an office or something will never happen. Like I'm never going to do that. I love the world I am in. Um, and another, I think the second thing is if you have an idea, jump on it, do something about it. Too many people sit around talking about these ideas and they're waiting for someone else to implement it for for them or they're waiting for somebody to approve it or for somebody to validate it. And I think if you have an idea that you want to do something, say, you know what, put it out there and see if it works. I've had that ideas for workshop, for all kinds of things. I think the universe sends us ideas and it's like looking for us to just get out there and take action. And too many people overthink and not enough people take action. They expect that they're going to have all of this clarity before they do something where the clarity comes from actually doing the work. Yeah. That's probably the biggest one. So if I would ask you right now, point blank, are you successful? Yes or no? Yes. Okay. But I feel like we always are ready to do more. Okay. So if I had said, if you had asked me in 2014 where I wanted to be and I had said where I am right now, I would not have believed it. But now there's other things I want to do. But I think that's just human nature, isn't it? Okay. So you just mentioned other things you want to do. So what are your goals? Yeah. Yeah. So um, I really love the photographers that I'm working with right now. Um, I've been hosting workshops for them. I actually have one coming up this weekend. Um, I love the work that I do with them. 
Um, again, not anything. You could not have, you couldn't have told me that if you had said I would be doing this in 2014, I would not have believed you because I did not want to work with photographers. I didn't want to be in the photography world at all. Like I liked working with my entrepreneurial clients, but I actually stopped going to like photographer events, anything like that. But what I was noticing is that on my mailing list, it was filling up with photographers, burnt out wedding and family photographers who were learning about personal branding, found me, got on my mailing list, and they started reaching out to me and asking me if I would teach them how I built my business and now they're my favorite part of my business I freaking love them I love them so much so I will probably move away from shooting clients and focus more on the work that I'm doing with them because it makes me really happy and feels really fulfilled yeah yeah so do you you have do you have like monetary goals or just uh, like creative goals or like just personal goals or how like do you separate those or like do you actually list them or is that just like whatever happens like i have a like a dot on the horizon if you will and i just push to get there i would say i am a less um i am more of like an intrinsic kind of action taker Mm -hmm. than i am a spreadsheet action taker if that makes sense okay like i don't i mean i have i I have the goals i kind of know where i want to be um but i things come for things work for me like a little bit more intuitively Mm -hmm. and if it feels like oh hell yes or hell no then i know that what my next decision is supposed to be i know that's not like super business strategy but that's what works for me and i'm cool with it okay that's cool yeah so where do you want to send people that want to learn more about you yeah well they can go to either my website heidihapanowitz.com or my website for photographers which is personalbrandingphotography.academy or they can just follow me on instagram or facebook although i'm on instagram a lot more often than facebook i'm kind of like moved away from facebook lately i just instagram just feels more conversational and more personal uh heidi thank you so much for being on this podcast and sharing your knowledge um during like this conversation. Thanks for having me, Maurice. Look forward to chatting again. And that's it for today. But before we part ways, let me invite you to my personal branding for photographers community on Facebook. The group has already around 700 photographers who want to learn everything about improving their personal brand. Make sure to add yourself by going to mauriceyager.com forward slash Facebook or subscribe to my podcast on your preferred platform. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you on Facebook or you'll hear from me in the next episode. Enjoy your day. Talk soon. Bye.